0: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
1: What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com, and I'm joined by Ben. How you doing,
0: Ben? I'm doing super. I am Ben Bullen, a video writer here at the same website, coincidentally. What do you know? I, you know what? I, uh, I don't know too much, but I do have my uh, my finger to the pulse, I could say. Yeah, you're uh, holding back. You know a lot of our well. Well, thank you, Scott. You know, Scott. a lot, uh, you know, lot hear- about a lot of things. Oh, man, that's so kind of you. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. You know, <laughs> a lot of people say, that's Scott Benjamin. He looks too good to be a nice guy. <laughs> that's true. But you know what I say to yeah. them? I say, they're wrong. Check out the show. Who says that? I can't, you know, I can't divulge my sources. Understood. All right. Understood. So I've got my finger to the pulse, as we were saying, of our listener mail. hmm And Scott, you and I have been dragging our feet for uh, a little bit. Mostly me. Well, I'll
1: take the. I'll take the. Heat no, on
0: I can't. I can't let you do that. <laughs> I, we've got a. We're we're going down together on this one. All right, all right. You know what we're talking I, about. I do know what
1: we're talking about. the uh, The motorcycle requests.
0: So to the dozens of people, yes. who have asked us very kindly and occasionally reminded us, yeah. that we said we would do this. Yeah, we're sorry for holding off, but today. Today is the day. Today is the day. Today is
1: the day. We're going to talk about motorcycles. We're going to do, uh, you know, we're not going to go deep into any particular type of motorcycle today. We're not going to give you, um, you know, a a how to ride a motorcycle explanation, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit, but not much. No Um, point-by-point comparison to Kawasaki and Harley Davidson. that's right. This isn't an instructional course, but what we will do is uh, we'll talk about a few of the interesting aspects of motorcycles because there's some really interesting things going on with motorcycles that, you know, I just had no idea about until, you know, I was reading about them Mm -hmm. recently. And um, I have to divulge one thing here. Divulge? I'm not a motorcycle rider. I, I absolutely love motorcycles. I, I respect them. Mm. I think they are awesome. I love to watch them. I, I love to hear them. I love to just see them on the road. Mm. But I, I'm not a motorcycle rider. I know I know myself. I know that if I were to get on one of these machines, I would be dangerous because I, I'd you're a speed love, demon, Scott. I do. I love speed. And I know that the adrenaline would get the best of me mm-hmm. and I would probably do dumb things. So right now I'm holding off on doing anything like that. Maybe some point in the future, but not right now.
0: Mm-hmm. How about I you? See. Are
1: you a cycle rider?
0: You know, I don't. I don't own one. I think that for some of the same reasons, mm-hmm. I would not be the best person to drive a motorcycle. I would probably feel so alive and so full of energy when I was on one that I would very quickly end up injured. Oh, probably. Um, and I, you know, I just feel like that's that's a responsible decision on my part, but you got to love these things. Oh, I, sure. And a lot of people are, you know, just as evidenced by our listener mail, a, a lot of people know a lot about this. It's, it's sort of, and, you know, you can't talk about cars without talking about motorcycles. I,
1: I agree. I mean, they're, they're, part of the, the landscape on the road every yes. day. I mean, we yeah. see them around us all the time. Now, listeners have had questions about uh, specific types of motorcycles, like right. cafe racers and choppers and mm-hmm. uh, sport bikes and cruisers and touring bikes and, uh, you know, just the list goes on and on. Supermoto, um, just all kinds of different mm-hmm. types of motorcycles. We're not going to go into each type right now. We may at some future point sure. go into each individual group or, you know, one or the other or whatever, yeah. whatever. But uh, today we just want to cover the basics and mm-hmm. there's some... You know, we'll talk about, of course, we like to do this. We like to go back to the history of the motorcycle, so we'll yes. do that. And um, we're also going to, like I said, we're going to talk about some some interesting things. That I just I really mm-hmm. didn't have an idea that all this was going on, at, you know, when you see a motorcycle on the road. But um, it must be, in a way, it's ch- challenging. Um, challenging to ride, I'm sure. But take um, me back, Scott.
0: Oh, let's let's go back. I'm glad you rescued me there. Cause no, I'm no, 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 Excuse no, no, no. Yeah. Let's, let's take me back uh, and take the listeners back to the days of yore. The days before the motorcycle. Before the motorcycle. Are there days before the motorcycle? <laughs>
1: yeah, de- Now, you'd be interested to know that Leonardo da Vinci sketched the first motorcycle and actually rode one through the streets
0: of Italy yes, in 14... Yeah. 14- <laughs> As you told no, me. No, 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 yeah. no, I'm kidding. No, that's, part of the, that's what the Dan Brown book is about. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody who hasn't read that. Leonardo da Vinci. It's <laughs> the big secret. That's no, the he, secret. The secret. He, de- he designed the first motorcycle. Sorry. No, also, no, that no. book, The Secret, is about that. Yeah, to- <laughs> totally false. Totally yeah. false. We're totally just false. Just kidding with you. For what serious they, this
1: time. Honestly, guess how far back motorcycles go. Can you guess?
0: Oh, man. Um. Okay. One question. Mm-hmm. We're, when we say motorcycle, the definition there might trip me up. So okay. is it, it a two-wheel vehicle powered by an internal combustion engine? Are we tracing that back? Oh,
1: Ben, you know the answer, don't no, you? No, I don't. Yeah.
0: Um. Let's say a... Uh, let's say a... <laughs> It's, you're
1: tripping me up here. Is it steam yeah, power? You know what? You're exactly right. You, Are you serious? Yeah, you do. I'm not right? looking at your oh, notes. Yeah, you, I'm covering up my notes instinctively, like this in school. <laughs> no, um, you're you're exactly right, Ben. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. Steam hey, man, powered that's... steam powered motorcycle in
0: 1869. 1869. 1869. And you know 69. that makes sense in the context mm-hmm. of the time period because steam power, you know, for for a time, steam power was a, a technology that. Uh, designers and inventors were trying to put into everything
1: sure it was the way for a while i mean yeah. it was until the internal combustion engine came along and and slowly replaced the uh, the steam powered vehicles yeah that's that's the way people got around and um you know besides horses and walking and you know we talk about walking and, occasionally and, but yeah. i i don't know why people lost do art form yeah Crazy. urban legend yeah i think so um so anyways this this guy steve i uh, sorry sylvester howard roper mm-hmm. created a steam cycle in 1869 but there's i guess there's uh evidence that he actually toured with uh fairs and circus um uh, presentations i guess i don't circus shows mm-hmm. as early as 1867 demonstrating this uh the steam powered cycle wow and it was charcoal fired had two cylinders, and I'm I'm sure it couldn't have been very quick, but uh, you never know. Um, I'm sure it was a rough ride. It didn't have much of a suspension, I'm sure. But um, anyways, 1869, steam-powered motorcycle, if you can imagine that. It wasn't until 1885 that the the vehicle that you're probably thinking of as a motorcycle, the first modern-looking or Mm -hmm. the the one that resembles most the motorcycle we drive now, um, that was uh, uh, the Daimler Wright Wagon. I'll have to... Work the pronunciation on that, but the Daimler Wright Wagon. And uh, that was the first gas motor-driven motorcycle, and again, 1885. Get this. This is kind of interesting. I I found this probably the most interesting in the history of the motorcycle. What's that? Do you remember we talked about the Great Race? Yes. 1908, was it? Uh Uh-huh. 1908. And that was the uh, the epic journey across the United States, and uh, well, further than that, really, the hinterlands around the world. The, around yeah. the world, really. Well, they crossed the United States. Remember, that was a big deal in, mm. in itself. Um, there was another guy that did it in a car in. Um, hang on one second, 1903. So earlier, um, earlier, yeah, um, yeah, earlier. Horatio Jackson. Uh, across, he went from San Francisco to Manhattan in 1903 in a car, you um, know, uh, Winton automobile. Winton. Yeah. And okay. the reason I'm telling you this is because um, in 1903, well, prior to uh, Horatio crossing the United States and motorcycle crossed the United States before an automobile ever did. I'm skeptical, but this this go on because uh, this, this makes sense. George Wyman. Okay. His name is George Wyman. And this comes from the, uh, the Motorcycle Hall of Fame. Uh, information does in Pickerington, Ohio, uh, which is right in the middle of Ohio okay. near Columbus, and uh, apparently, it was the first motorized vehicle to ever cross the United States, was a motorcycle. And there this you go. This is in I and I, I can't determine. I, I don't know if it was 1902 or 1903. It must have been 1902, I believe. Um, he was on a 1.25 horsepower motorcycle called a California, and California, you know, ceases to exist anymore, but. Um, again 1 and a quarter horsepower he's driving across the United States and you know what the conditions must have been like right no roads i mean i think yeah. i think at the time they said there were something like 100 miles of of roads in the United States and those were mostly within the city
0: they didn't they mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere outside of cities we're talking about he he was probably going down going through fields yeah. going through maybe natural deer paths he did like he, used, that. he used a lot of
1: uh, train tracks to get across the country as a matter of fact it's probably so, the smartest yeah can you imagine riding on uh the, the uh you know the the rails not the rails but the uh the, um, the ties in between yeah, the, railroad ties. The, the bumpy ride that must have been for him for most of that way and I know that you know. In other times, he was forging his own way, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, and of course, replacement parts—he had to wait days and days for replacement parts if he broke down. So this um, took a while. This yeah, was more was of an endurance race. Fifty days, fifty days is what wow. it took. He, he was on the road from May 16th until July 6th, and it was 3,800 miles. That's the tra- distance he traveled. So um, I don't know, unbelievable. I mean, yeah. the, I mean, it wasn't until after that then that uh, Horatio made his drive across across the United States in a, in a car, which was also epic journey very difficult and then much later uh they had the great race
0: so there you go for uh for our listeners uh next time you guys are at a cocktail party or you're <laughs> at the you're at the mechanics or you're around somebody who's giving you a hard time about your motorcycle just go ahead and drop that fact yeah just drop that little uh
1: nugget of information on them there mm-hmm. a little factoid yep. for them yeah yep so i mean but the, the cool thing about motorcycles and they've just they've evolved ever since that point and there's a mm-hmm. lot of different steps that you know come along the way but um mostly they, they look like bis- they like bicycles for a long long time yes they uh, the idea was kind of just to put a, a motor on a bicycle early on and that was that was what a motorcycle really was mm-hmm. and you know they became um they, they became faster and, and better with time of course as mm-hmm. you know as did the designs of, of bicycles but um the idea is just a a very simple way to get from a to b it was very efficient i mean even these early motorcycles they're getting you know Mm -hmm. near 100 miles per gallon um not that that was really a big deal at the time you know the mileage wasn't really a factor but um it it was really an economical way to get around and and as we know uh the taxes were much less on motorcycles and and let me just interject here to Mm -hmm. say
0: yes very simple idea to put a motor on a bike and see what happens Mm -hmm. right uh but I will argue that the invention of the motorcycle is, is brilliant, really. Um, can we talk about the basics? Yeah, yeah. You want to sure. talk about the basics? Oh, of course. Yeah, I'd love to talk about the basics. You want to uh, lead me in here
1: or uh, you, uh, you got something in mind?
0: Okay. I, just, I do think that we should emphasize again, as we've said in earlier episodes, that one of the reasons uh, the motorcycle, from a design standpoint, mm-hmm. is so efficient and so well done is that it cuts the weight to power ratio by a tremendous degree, which mm-hmm. is why I believe you said earlier, Scott, in a, in a different podcast, you said that, you know, regardless of the car and the motorcycle racing, the odds are that if they go from a stop at a red light that mm-hmm. the motorcycle will pick up faster. You know, I've I've got a little update to that.
1: Um, I recently watched, a, it was just a YouTube video or something. Uh-huh. This is this afternoon, actually. Okay, breaking um, news. Yeah, breaking news. I'm sure it's an old video anyways. But um, Some Viper, you can find this online. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I searched, but uh, you can find a Viper racing a motorcycle. And I don't remember what type of motorcycle it was, but they did a rolling start. Terribly illegal. Here's, they're on the highway. Yeah. They got a camera in the car. They're going 60, I believe, or 70 to begin with. And the run is from a 70-mile-per-hour rolling start with the the two of them side-by-side on the highway Mm -hmm. up to 175 miles per hour. And it takes just seconds to get there. It's not very long at all. And, you know, they're they're side-by-side. They both hit it at the exact same time. In In the view that you have through the windshield, you see the motorcycle just fly past the Viper. And the Viper is somewhere in the neighborhood of, um, I think it was 731 horsepower, Mm -hmm. and the bike had something like 164 horsepower. There's just so much less for the bike to move. It it is. It's just a body and the weight of the cycle itself, and oftentimes that's around, you know, maybe 500 pounds. I don't know. if That may even be high. It may be a lot less than that. Um, So you're talking about, you know, ridiculous horsepower to weight ratio, um, which is exactly what they're doing. And that's why... Some of these modern bikes are are getting so fast that um, they're. I re- read something recently where they said that the 600 cc bikes, which are um, well, it's like 0.6 of a liter, mm-hmm. are doing much better now, or are much faster and uh, and quicker than the one liter bikes from ten years ago. And that's because of weight reduction and gearing and you know just the, mm-hmm. the advancement of the the materials that are used. Um, so you know, don't be fooled by getting something that maybe is, you know, a little older, but has a bigger, bigger engine, you might be better off to get a newer bike with a smaller engine and you might be even that much quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of factors to look at when you're buying a bike, but that's a completely different podcast. Yeah. Which <laughs> so, maybe will come up. So. Yeah. It's, it's just the, the bike has just a, a, an incredible advantage over cars mm-hmm. from, from the start. And, um, it, it, must be quite an adrenaline rush to, uh, to ride one. I've got, I've got to say, I mean, I know my brother does it and he, he loves it. Mm-hmm. um, I've had. Uh, my well, my dad used to ride one. Um, had uncles that've mm-hmm. ridden one. I'm sure you know
0: family members or friends that have had them. Well, and our, and our coworker Tyler, who uh, who helps produce some of this stuff, he also he's a, he's a fanatic. Yeah, not yeah, a fanatic, a fan, a fan, but yeah. not a fanatic. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've I've had very limited experience on a motorcycle, but. Um, um, I don't know, it's, it's a lot of fun it's it's a good time and i've had you know the honda spree or whatever those mm-hmm. were the uh the small scooters you can ride around yeah mini bikes but and stuff one one interesting thing that i, I definitely want to get to here yes is this issue about counter steering did you read anything about counter steering in your uh in your research here because uh to me that is absolutely fascinating let's go into it okay it's 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 really the, it's it's the gyroscopic effect of a two-wheel vehicle on the road i guess um if Maybe a confused way to say that, but anything with two wheels on the road has, beyond a certain speed, has this gyroscopic effect of wanting to stand upright. The the, the wheel wants to to remain upright. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 difficult to understand this because I and I watch had to watch a video again to understand it. And it's where I got the uh, the motorcycle racing a viper video. Uh huh. This is this is kind of nuts. At speed or above a certain speed, and I believe the speed is 10 miles per hour, roughly 10 miles per hour. Um the steering is exactly opposite of what you would think it would be to go. Let me get this straight. Cause I want to make sure that, that it's so right So to turn left, for instance, to turn left. Okay. If you're, you're headed down the road and you're going above 10 miles per hour to turn left, you would push on the left hand side of the, of the, um, handlebars mm-hmm. or you'd pull on the right. Mm-hmm. It sounds exactly opposite of what you think it. It's counterintuitive, right? Yes. The, the gyroscopic forces, or I think it's called precession. um, Causes the, the the bike to move to the left when you push on the left handlebar. It's really odd, but you can you can watch it in action if you watch these videos. Mm. And there's another kind of cool thing that is um, that demonstrates this. And it's a very simple. It's a simple thing. This is this is for kids. And I'll tell you where I heard this. I, I read this on uh, the Tech Stuff blog. Um, Chris Paulette, one mm. of the bloggers here, another podcaster yeah. on Tech Stuff. He wrote a, a blog entry recently about a uh, a product. That came from a company called Gyro Bike. Mm. and Gyro Bike has a product. Uh, the company called Gyro Bike. The product is called the Gyro Wheel, and mm-hmm. the Gyro Wheel replaces training wheels on kids' bikes.
0: Weird. Yeah, it's weird.
1: So the, the idea. It's so cool. It is cool. Yeah, it's what's what's really cool about this is it's a wheel spinning within the wheel, mm-hmm. and it's like it creates a gyroscope in in the kid's bicycle. It's a 12-inch wheel. And the wheel I don't know which direction it spins. I don't forgive me. I don't know if it goes backwards or forwards, but you um, are forgiven.: it's, <laughs> Thank you. It's spinning at all times, and it's got three speeds. There's maximum stability, mm-hmm. then kind of an intermediate setting, and then the least. and it's, it's for training uh, kind of a developmental thing. You start out with the, the most st- stable setting. Yeah It's a 12-inch wheel for kids' bike. They've shown this bike where they just kind of give it a little shove forward, and the bike stands upright the whole time because of this gyroscopic mm-hmm. force. And they can even kind of bump the seat, bump the handlebars. Yeah. It doesn't tip over. S- eventually, it will slowly tip over, but it will, it will not tip over. Um, That's really cool. It is really cool. And they can even take the, the wheel off of the bike and just roll the wheel. Mm-hmm. And they can kick it. They can nudge it around. No problem. They can f- you know, push it forward. It'll roll forward and stand upright. The same thing is happening with both wheels on a motorcycle you're trying to get you know, get your input into that to that mm-hmm. spinning wheel in the front with the handlebars and mm-hmm. this gyroscopic procession is what causes it to want to remain upright and that's why you have to counter steer in order to mm-hmm. get around obstacles. It's gotta be very difficult to to get the hang of. And then to to think below a certain speed, I've got to remember that it goes the correct way then, you know, at right. lower speeds like in a parking lot or something. You would turn the handlebars a normal
0: way, like you would on a bicycle. It's something you you intuitively grasp as you know through experience.
1: Yeah, I would think so. That's why um, it's very important that motorcycle riders go to a training course and you know mm-hmm. learn learn the skills necessary. I mm-hmm. uh, don't just try to go out and ride one because
0: you may make a uh, critical mistake. And you know, I think you've made a really good explanation here uh, because people who don't ride motorcycles or people who would never think of riding one. Usually, the first thing they say is you know it 's common sense not to want to ride it it 's on two wheels how do you how do you keep your balance and yeah. something like that and so I think it's, uh, I think that 's an excellent illustration it 's well, something a lot of people don 't know if, if you think about it though, like when you 're on a, a bicycle i don 't know if you 've ever done
1: this, but you know if you 're riding your bike and you 're going above a certain speed it 's pretty easy to let your hands off the off yeah. During, oh, yeah. off the uh, handlebars. Uh, it's not really all that difficult, and you can even lean around turns, and mm-hmm. you know, seems to be. It looked like a great trick when you were a kid, yeah. But honestly, there's not much to it because those wheels are holding you upright above a certain speed. When you kind of when you slow down, that's when you have difficulty staying upright, and that's the same thing with motorcycle. It's uh, you know, this gyroscopic force is keeping you upright, or it's it's aiding in keeping you upright. Uh, of course, you have to be alert and you know, on top of things at all times, but um, it really does help a lot. And I've got a friend that rides one, uh-huh. and he says that. He said, honestly, at, at speed, you could take the, the handlebars and give him a quick, you know, almost like a quick smack, you know, either way if you want to. He doesn't recommend it, but the wheel will wobble real quick and it'll go right back into position straight ahead. Um, and COA, just for the sake of COA, we are not recommending that. Oh, no, no, no. He <laughs> just told me that it's possible and it yeah. kind of blew my mind that I, I thought you had to be, you know, hands on the wheel and, and mm-hmm. concentrate. Well, I mean, you do have to, but yeah. um, I had no idea that you could, you could do that and it would right itself that quickly
0: and what so so we've dispelled one uh i guess prejudice that people have against motorcycles are are, are there any other parts of riding or driving or the design that well, has surprised you
1: it's it's there's a lot to it really i mean you've got to yeah. use both feet both mm-hmm. hands to to ride a motorcycle, and it's got to be confusing because it's not like a not like a car where you know you're just steering with your hands you're 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 controlling motion with your feet mostly mm-hmm. i mean your hand i guess if you're shifting but um it's it's a little different in that the the left hand controls the clutch typically mm-hmm. uh the right f- i'm sorry the left foot is the shifter so you've got that going on uh then you got the right hand which is the throttle and the brake the front brake because there's front and rear brakes and you've got to balance the two of those as well so there's a lot going on i mean the right foot is using the uh the mm-hmm. rear brake um I, I bet it takes an awful lot of uh of uh, trial and error, I suppose, <laughs> which is not something I'd really look forward to. I think right at first because they're awful heavy, and I wouldn't want it to fall over my legs. I don't think, but uh, it, it seems like a lot to to
0: I don't know think of at mm. all times. Maybe, but maybe it, you know, maybe eventually you get you get it down. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a lot easier than I think. I, I well, you I, can drive like you can drive a
1: a manual, right? Sure. And okay. I don't even think about it at this point. But yeah. when I first started, I had to think about every movement just. Briefly, but yeah. but um, it was there, and
0: now I really don't think about think about it at all. It's mm. just automatic; you just naturally do that. Now you don't even dread having to park or having to go to a stop uphill <laughs> that's right. at a red light. Yeah, that's right. right. I
1: could I could drive a manual uh, transmission through San Francisco, and it wouldn't bug me. Not even a little. Not even a little. Hour two. <laughs> of traffic? Uh, maybe that would okay. bug me. <laughs> Hour two would bug me a little you're, bit. We're only human. Be, be worn out.
0: Yeah, we're after. only human. But so I guess the point is mo- uh, motorcycles do involve all parts of your body because it's not just your limbs. When you're, when you're turning, you're steering, a lot of people, you know. Do the lean.
1: Oh sure. There's leaning involved and yeah. how much of that involves the speed that you're you're traveling. Right. Uh, there's just there's there's really an awful lot involved in, in riding a motorcycle. It's not uh, it's not something you can just quickly pick up and, and get immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have to practice. Yeah. You do have to practice. And you know, there's there's a lot more to it than than what we're covering here. I mean there's there's, you know, the the engine we can talk about the engines at some other point. Sure. But um different types of engines. Um there's different types of transmissions even as a matter of fact um anywhere from four to six speeds there's no reverse of course because you just use your feet to back up Mm -hmm. um trying to think of what else here we got um there's chain drives there's Mm -hmm. there's shaft drives there's belt drives Mm -hmm. um just a lot of variety right now in motorcycles but um i don't know it basically the Mm -hmm. design is is relatively unchanged since uh, i think it's about 1914 when when uh, the motorcycle kind of took its its form that you see mm-hmm. right now, really, uh, so it's it's been the same motorcycle for a long, long time. And I know that there's some radical new designs out there. Yes. Um, I think I read recently that Dan Gurney has got a new design. Uh, he's a
0: racer from uh, a while back. I haven't. I. You know what? I feel like I've heard of that, but I have not seen seen anything. I, I, I literally may have just seen a headline or something. Yeah, he's uh, he. He's got some new design where he sits, you sit very
1: low on the motorcycle, and your arms are kind of up, almost like on a chopper with you know, the real high handlebars, kind mm-hmm. of. But um, it has an extremely low center of gravity. I don't know a lot of details about this thing, but um, what they're saying is it's, it's really a, a radical new design that people are really uh, gravitating to right now,
0: and it's going to be big. Two questions yeah. before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. First question, um, I think we probably should address this. Uh, motorcycle safety. Mm-hmm. which doesn't just apply to the cyclists themselves yeah no nope. it's uh it's it's
1: more than that it's uh well I mean if we if wanted to run on a quick list of what yeah okay well I, I looked up a just a quick list on uh, MotorcycleBasics.com. okay and they had just to run down their, their points here um, you got to take it seriously at all times you can't uh, you can't be goofing around on a motorcycle I see a lot of people you know Riding wheelies and you know just <laughs> kind of goof, look, looking back over their uh, shoulder and you know talking to other people while they're riding and um, I think that's what they're saying you know just take it seriously look straight ahead you know do what you should be doing out remember there remember that keep you are safe.
0: you are in something that goes as fast as a car faster w- will not protect you <laughs> faster yeah with nothing around you
1: that's the that's a dangerous part but um, the other thing that they say is practice evasive or emergency movements mm-hmm. um, practice even though you don't need them because if you get out of uh, out of touch with what you need to do in an emergency you may not be ready at all times so it's a good idea just to be ready at all times so mm-hmm. it's uh, that preparedness idea uh, the next thing they say is wear physical physical protection of course you know the right clothing mm-hmm. um, helmet body armor whatever you whatever you need um, also, another thing is you got to keep the bike in good condition. And this goes to what you're saying. It uh, doesn't just involve the rider, it's the bike itself, too. You've got to make sure that everything sure. is operating correctly and it's safe for you and everybody around you. You don't mm-hmm. want pieces flying off, you don't want to carry things that are going to fall off. Um, just make sure it's in good shape. Um, and maybe, and I'm going to say this may be the, the, the most important thing. What's that? I, I don't know if it's, you can do that or not, but buy the right bike for your ability. You and know what? It needed to be said. Yep. Yeah. I mean, know your skill level. Mm-hmm. Buy the right bike. If you need to upgrade later, that's that's okay. You can do that. But uh, yeah. for the moment, you know, buy the right bike. And that
0: I think that's a that's a really good that's a really good point. I, I
1: do. I think that is too. And I, I that one stood out on the list uh, to me as being probably the top of the the list here. Yeah, because a
0: lot of people might might always have wanted to ride a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and then might save up money and jump right into something that honestly could be dangerous like a crotch
1: rocket of some sort sure you know I mean they're gonna jump onto some kind of like a super moto bike that you know is uh you know capable of 200 miles per hour or something Mm -hmm. and you know this is their first bike
0: and you can't Um, start off you know fast and furious no you have to start off maybe you know baby steps yeah swift and irritated
1: (laughs) (laughs) no I I mean each his own I guess but I mean if you uh if if you know your skill level you know your ability yeah um choose wisely
0: yeah that's one, nice. one other sure. one I'll add in on the safety um, mm-hmm. although I agree with you that's one of the most important. Uh, if you are driving another kind of vehicle, a truck for instance or mm-hmm. a, a sedan or something, and you're around motorcyclists, uh, do exercise caution you know uh, sometimes motorcyclists can get a bad rap mm-hmm. you know on the highway or something but that really really doesn't doesn't matter unless it affects your opinion as the person driving another vehicle beside the motorcycle you know be be careful because you can't if you are tailgating someone who's in a you know a land cruiser or land rover or something and you you bump them then the odds are depending on how fast you're going both of you will probably have relatively minor injuries but you can bump somebody on a motorcycle and it can be a completely different ballgame. Oh yeah, it's dramatically different. Yeah. And the the thing with motorcycles
1: is that you know they have faster acceleration. Yeah. They, they can turn quicker than than a car can. They're more nimble. They They yes. get in and out of traffic a little easier, and you may not expect them to appear where they do appear. Um, you know, because they got the speed. But the other thing is that they can decelerate a lot faster than you, mm. and that can be shocking as well. Because I've I've followed. I've been behind a motorcycle before. I, I do try to give them extra room, but the the thing is that, you know, there are times when I've, I've seen a motorcycle slow down so quickly mm-hmm. that I, I feel like I get just maybe a little too close and I, d- I didn't want to, mm-hmm. but it's because they, they are such a quick, uh, rapid deceleration. My car took a little bit longer. I was, you know, quick on the brake as well, but yeah. um, I still felt a little nervous at that point here. I'm closing in on this motorcycle. I didn't, I didn't intend to. It's just that he had that much more ability to, uh, he pushed a little further and, right. and decelerated faster. Um, so you got to watch out for it in all aspects. You know, the acceleration, the deceleration, just the, the in and out of traffic. Um, you just got to be mindful of what's
0: around you. Nimble is a perfect word. Yeah, you know, they're very uh, nimble. Though I think that motorcycles are one of, you know, here in a city, I think in a survival situation, mm-hmm. motorcycles are uh, head and shoulders above using a car to try to get out of the city. <laughs> the only thing better <laughs> would probably be a bike because you don't have, uh, a regular bicycle, non-powered, because yeah. you don't have to put fuel in it. I have one last question. Sure. Whatever happened to sidecars, Scott? Sidecars are still around. They're are stu- they? Yeah, they are. They're are still they? around. I don't see them. You don't
1: see them around, but there's a there's a company, and I, I wish I knew the name of it right mm-hmm. now. I, I just if, if I a, hadn't put you on the spot. Well, that, that's okay. There's a yeah. there's a motorcycle now that looks like um you know the old bikes that you would see in World War World yeah. War Two. Yeah. Um, usually painted olive drab green. They Chasing had,
0: Indiana Jones. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: There's a company that makes bikes that look almost exactly like that. They're not olive drab green. I think you can get that color. Yeah. You can get all different colors, but um, that that's basically an unchanged motorcycle that's still available. And wow. this is really cool. What's that? Sidecar racing.
0: They don't have side. Do they, they? have?
1: There's awesome sidecar racing. I, I don't know if you've ever seen it or not, but it's 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 crazy fast, and mm-hmm. they, they don't they look like streamliners. And the guy that's in the sidecar does this just wild thing where he gets on you know he's about at one point he's on the back of the motorcycle leaning out the one way oh, another point he's okay. hanging off the side where his whole body is laid out against distributing the, his weight exactly against the pavement it's it's unbelievable to watch the guy that's in the sidecar climbing around on this motorcycle during the race, but it's really cool. Well, I would feel that, safer riding a motorcycle than riding in a sidecar. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the person in the sidecar, I've seen a few spills where they uh, they end up rolling out, and uh, you know just kind of have to watch the, the rest of the race from the sideline. Um, but it's it's really an exciting sport. Uh, it's yeah. like new or modern motorcycle sidecar racing. So. I don't know, should it's, check it's, that out. It's cool. Yeah, We'll maybe we'll do a podcast on that soon. Maybe
0: we will. Now, to our listeners here, uh, guys. Sorry, it took us a little while to get to this. We hope you enjoyed uh, the basics of, of motorcycles, starting with some history, going through the chief advantages, which in are some way disadvantages. I don't know we got anything else on this? Uh, you know, there, there's more. There's sure. There's a lot more. There's a ton more. But
1: we're not going to do it right now. Right now, we'll we'll go into a lot of the stuff later. I mean, I don't know what we're at. We an hour. We've been time. talking for an hour. Yeah. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna break it up into some other topics mm-hmm. and you know we'll we'll do engines later and other types of bikes. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I
0: think I think we got it covered for today. And the only way you'll know what else we have to say about motorcycles is to tune in next time or send us an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com.
1: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit housestuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com.
0: And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage.